The dead dive. What, Captain Hollister? Everybody's dead dive. What, Todd Hunter? What, Selby? Not Chen. He's dead dive. Everybody is dead. Everybody is dead dive. Hello, welcome to Everybody Is Dead Dave, the Red Dwarf review podcast with a special episode this week where we're not reviewing anything. No, yeah, for, for one, for the first yeah. time. The, yeah, yeah, for the first time. for the first time, we're not reviewing anything. What we are doing instead is, we've because we've now reached the end of the original BBC era mm. of Red Dwarf in our rewatch, um, yes. and Adam's first watch, in fact, because if you're new to the podcast, <laughs> Adam, my co-presenter here, has never watched Red Dwarf up until he started watching it for this podcast. Absolutely. And I have been watching for 30 years. I am Phil, by the way. I didn't introduce myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, good start. Good start. Uh, we, uh, Yeah, so what we're doing now is we're going to rank every episode that we've watched so far as part of this podcast. Um, all of the main episodes. We're not including Identity Within, which is the yes. kind of... Uh, it's just it's just a storyboard with a narration on top of it. So we're we're not counting that. It's not a fair playing field to include that. I think. But every other episode that we've got yep. up to, so for everything from series one to the end of series eight, we are including and we are ranking here. Now yeah. we of course went through and gave every at the end of every episode we give each each episode we've watched a score out of mm-hmm. well we actually in the first first for the first series we only gave it out of five. Um, oh, that, yes, we did, didn't we? But then we yeah. switched it to out of 10. So what I've done for the out of five ones is I've just doubled the score to get the equivalent out of 10. Makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. So we compiled our lists, not referring back to that. Yeah. And we're going to see if how different it is <laughs> from those, oh, those, no. those scores. Now, obviously, the scoring list isn't a simple like 52 to, to first place hmm. because there's lots of things that we're like, there's like, we might have given five episodes uh, eight out of ten or whatever, so they were yeah. all in the same place. Yeah. But it, you know, it it gives us a rough idea. There's some interesting things we can talk about with with those and compared to our actual lists. Now, do you know what your lowest score you gave anything was? Uh, off the top of my head, I think. Uh, do you want me to say the episode as well that I think it was, or uh, if you want to, yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to remember myself. I know. I know I gave bod- Body Swap, I think, was the first really low one I gave at the time, but I don't think it's the... I want to say maybe it's Crity TV. I think I gave that a... maybe a a four, but I, I'm I'm not sure. But I've got a feeling that may be my lowest rated one. It is your lowest rated one. Oh, okay. um, you gave it a three out of oh, ten. Oh, even worse. Oh, dear. So your lowest rated <laughs> one is three out of ten. Three. My lowest... Um, rated one based on the ratings we get at the end of the episodes was five out of 10. So not quite oh, okay. quite as bad as yours. You then have a 4.5, one 4.5 and one 5.5 before we then start getting to where there's multiples of, of scores. Oh, okay. um, and I've got one five. I've got, I've my, I've got two sort of tied at the bottom there with five out of 10, but, mm. um, but yeah, will they be <laughs> Interesting. the same? So we're going to go. We've got 52 episodes to rank. Let's uh, do let it. us know at home. Like, go to the pod. Uh, go, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, go to the YouTube version. It's on my YouTube channel, Philip Hawkins. So you can comment below 
and give us your ranking. Let us know what you what order you'd put these in. Give us the full 52 list if you want to. Right, should we, should we get started? Oh, let's do it. We've got 52 to, to pace through, so let's do it. 52nd place. What is your 52nd place? I, I mean, I, I, if you're a regular listener, I don't think this will come as a great shock, but um, it's Crikey TV. Um, I must admit, for we were saying before we started recording, like this, these lists took both of us like a fair amount of time to, I think, more time than we anticipated to properly like compile together. But for me, the bottom end was always very. My the first few you'll hear, they were always very straightforward, and yeah, just it. It's just not a strong episode, really, is it? Well, I don't think it is. I think we were all in agreement there. Yeah, it's my lowest rated one as well. I put uh... it at 52, and it, and it matches up with our <laughs> scores. We gave it, you gave it, as we already said, a 3 out yes. of 10, and I gave it a 5 out of 10. But yeah, it's both of our least liked episodes. It, it was mainly the humour, wasn't it? Like we just thought it was very overly juvenile and not yeah. very Red Dwarf, and really. And very cringy in a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, no, the whole stuff no, of Crichton. You. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, no thank, thank you. you. Um, yeah, what you're saying about the it's it's kind of easy to get the the ones at the bottom. It's also kind of easy to get the ones right at the top. It's the oh, middle yeah. area where you're like, ah, oh, but it's that. But like, I was constantly yeah. rearranging when I was compiling my list the middle ones and going, oh, maybe that is better than that one. Or maybe I'll be yeah. Yeah, especially when you've got stories where you're very, well, my memory, at least, of some of the plots is a bit vaguer. So then I'm like, oh, but is that the one where this happened? Or was that, and do you know what I mean? It just, but yeah, you'll hear, dear listener, as we go, you'll hear. Yeah. You'll probably go, why have you this, put that there? We've been doing this podcast now for over a year. So it's hard to remember back to those early <laughs> days. And... Yeah. Looking at all the series <laughs> one synopsis, I was like, wait, did did I watch this? But <laughs> it did all come back to me, I think. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So what have you got in 51st place? 51st, I have a uh, body swap. Um, again, Same. Sim- thankfully not as, you know, it's over Crikey TV because the humor from the humor from what I remember wasn't that overly juvenile, very cringy sort of, stuff but i just don't remember it being a very good episode full stop um which was a shame because i've met that's the fourth episode of series three and i think on the whole from memory we rated series three quite highly a lot of the other episodes so this one felt very it just felt like an outlier and yeah it didn't it hasn't aged well in my mind so yeah 51 for me is body swap but what about you phil ditto uh also body swap <laughs> i gave body swap uh, a five out of ten which is also what i gave Crytie tv at the time uh-huh. So uh, they're kind of equal, but for very different reasons. They're okay. both low for completely different. I think you you know you alluded to it there. It's, it's more the style of humor with Cry to TV. Body Swap mm. was just kind of a little bit dull. Yeah, I think especially with a lot of the other series three episodes, you know, and well, I mean we'll come to them when we get to them. But I just I, it's, it just feels like the outlier. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of like the quality or how much I enjoyed it, it was the it was the black sheep of series three. Yeah, and it, I remember it lacked a lot of energy because it was mm. one of the ones which didn't have uh, a studio audience because of the technical That's aspects right. of it and swapping yes. the voices. They couldn't have mm. the studio audience, and that really showed with the actors. So absolutely. So yeah, there's that. Okay, so what about fifty? What's fifty? Um, sorry to any fans of this particular series, but I'm giving fifty to uh, Pete Part Two um, hey. because. Um, I mean, we talked, it's one of the more recent ones we've watched, but 
the problem with Pete Part Two, and I guess by extension Pete Part One, is just it it either needed to be one ex- an extended one parter, maybe like forty five minutes, or the story should have been told in a different way. I think we said that too much was spent on showing off Pete, you know, as a dinosaur, showing the effects rather than arguably the more interesting story that was going on at the time. So, and it, again, just it, it sort of, it, in hindsight, I've had time to think about it. By the end of series eight, a lot of it for me feels like, n- not the ideas have run out, but it feels like the creativity sort of trailing a bit. Because obviously they yeah. had the big gap between series six and seven. Start of series seven for me, it feels really fresh with creativity. They've had that time off. They know the stories they want to tell. But then by series eight, everything just, especially with Pete, it just sort of feels like they're trying to do the two-part thing to reinvigorate, I don't know, like a creative spark. But it just feels like, for the most part, it's plodding along a bit. So yeah, Pete part two for me, sadly. Yeah, well, this is the one you gave five out of ten to. So 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 far, you are matching what you gave in scores. (laughs) Um, And I I stress again, we did not consult. We didn't look back on what we scored things before we compiled our list. So far, you are matching... How they've I, come out. I your guarantee scores. you, listener, <laughs> it will not stay that way. <laughs> I guarantee it. But um, what about you, Phil? Are you going for a hat trick in Ditto in or no? No, we. This is where we diverge. My fifty is Duck Soup from Series Seven, Series Seven, ah, Episode Four. Yes, which was I think a rushed episode. It was to replace um, Identity, Identity Within. Within, yeah, uh, where they and they kind of. Ru- I think the script felt a bit rushed. It was uh It's not a particularly. I just wasn't a particularly great episode. No. I, I didn't enjoy it. But no. there we go. And I, where did I put where did I put that? I put that. Yeah, that kind of matches where I I put it. It's one of my six out of tens that I. Put. Oh, okay. I have a I have a bunch of six out of tens. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I've got four six out of tens, so it's in that bunch there. In the next, so it's it's in roughly the right place. Yeah. Based on what I gave it. What about forty nine? Soup forty nine. Uh, wait. Asked, it kind of made sense to me to put it here. It's Pete Part One because ah, okay. you know, I mean, it is, it is. You could argue Part One could be a lot stronger than Part Two. That you, you see that a lot in like serialized stuff. But for me, I don't know. It just felt on that same level. Um, so yeah, no much more to say than I said for Part Two. Really, just I feel the story should have just been organized in a different way, whether that was running time or the focus of the plot so yeah pete part one sorry series eight fans uh <laughs> pete part one for me um i, I can't did i give it a I'm bit higher than pete yeah part i two? think you you did i don't think I by much unless i'm mistaken in case you can't from my own memory i think i rated it maybe one point higher than pete part two but then yeah. that would have only made it a six so yeah Here's me thinking I'd compiled every episode oh, we had and all the <laughs> scores, and I seem to have missed Pete's part one off of there. Uh, Never mind. Uh, yeah, I will trust yeah. you on that and say uh, yeah, that's that's what my gut's saying. I think, and that's so why you probably I think gave it six. Yeah, I think that's why it's one place higher because I think I slightly enjoyed part one more. Um, but yeah, just not not a strong one for me. So yeah, Pete part one. What about your forty nine, Phil? My forty nine is back in the red part two. Um, which are out of those, out of that tr- trilogy of episodes, which the Pete part one, two, and three, not Pete, uh, back in the red part one, two, and three, the start kicked off the, the series eight. I wildly felt different about each of the parts. And this mm. was the middle part for me was the weakest. Just didn't, I didn't like it. it <laughs> That's fair enough. That's yeah. Fair. Whereas I really yeah. liked part one, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where did I put it? That's the question. Where did I put Pete Part? Um, no, I keep on calling it Pete. 
Back in the Red Part 3. No, Back in the Red Part 2. Here we go. Part 2. So I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, oh, nice. So a bit, there's, a, there's a lot on it on the list, which is lower um, in terms mm-hmm. of ranking, in terms of ratings I gave it. But, but uh, yeah, the stuff that I've put higher up on this ranking that got less score. Mm. But, you know, that's going to happen in this thing. Yeah. No, it is. Absolutely. What did you get for, for what's in your 48th place? My 48th place is uh, one you've already mentioned. It's Duck Soup. Uh, similar reasons, I, rush job. I know there was production issues, but I think sadly it just shows. It's a very obvious tell compared to a lot of other Red Dwarf episodes. And even though the cast are good and there is some nice scenes, I think that was the one where there's that lovely chat between Kachansky and uh, Lister about where Kachansky fools him into thinking her Lister from her dimension was gay. Um, oh yes. I think it, I think yeah. it's that episode. So there were moments I liked, but yeah, on the whole, especially because I like a lot of Series 7. Again, I guess sort of like Body Swap, a Duck Soup just sort of feels like the outlier. So that's why yeah. it's number 48. You gave that a 6 out of 10 as well. So that's, yeah, in, yeah roughly the right place. We're sticking to form. We're sticking yeah, to form. sticking to form. My, my 48 is Pete Part 2. So, ah. uh, and I did, I did enjoy it less than, obviously, it's less further down Pete Part 1, but I do actually have things in between on my ranking. So there, mm. there'll be things that, that fit in between. What about 47 Ooh. then? 47. Uh, I've given it to uh, Time Slides from Series okay. 3. Yeah. Series 3, Episode 5. Um, I, I vaguely remembered this one when I was compiling it. I must admit, I did have to reread one of the synopses just to make sure I was getting the right episode. Um but it's the one where old photographs, where they come alive and they can jump into the photographs and stuff. Yeah, that's the one. And yeah, I, I mean, a neat concept, but I'm trying to judge it from, in my opinion, if I can't remember an episode strongly, you know, now after after a year, then I think that in my mind, that does tell me something about what I must have enjoyed of it at the time. So it's a nice concept, but I don't think it was one of those overly memorable ones in my opinion yeah so that's why it's down here that's but now enough. i bet if... you're gonna tell me i gave it a really good score well i mean it depends what you view as a good score you gave it eight out of ten so it's kind of oh okay it okay. it seems like it you're maybe now putting it a bit lower than than the score that you gave uh, yeah it reflected i think of time. what's to come yeah i think i've put it quite low but i stand by it i think i stand by it yeah, I think it's especially with those earlier seasons, I looking back at the scores I gave them, I think I was possibly being too generous given oh, okay. some of the like just comparative to later episodes. I think I was looking at it and well, yeah, but that's not as high that I I think I prefer this episode later on which I ranked lower than which I gave a lower score <laughs> to than this one. So Yeah. It's yeah, it, it those things happen. It's it's the way it is. It does, it does. My my forty seven is actually backwards from series three, the first episode of series oh, three. Interesting. Why no, backwards? I, I just remember this disappointing me. And actually, similar to you here, I gave this not a bad score. I gave it an eight out of ten. But mm. I just remember it not being that funny. And I think possibly I think at the set at the time that it was because the it relies a lot on visual humor. And yes. I think with visual humor, once you see the joke too many times, it stops being funny. So yeah. possibly for a first watch that like for yourself, it might have been more funny potentially. But 
For... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where we go with that, obviously, with the whole... It's different perspectives, isn't it? You've seen it several times, whereas for me, it was my, my very first time. So. Yeah, and I, actually, ironically, you gave it a, be- a worse score than me, but I've put it lower down <laughs> oh, no. on my list. So, <laughs> A sign of things to come, I think. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what have you put in 46th place? Uh, 46th is Back in the Red Part 2. Uh, okay. I absolutely agreed with you what you said. It, it's the worst part of the three. I think there's no point trying to mince words about... And t- middle parts of, I think, of a trilogy always they have that challenge, don't they? Because they don't start the story or end it. Their job is just to keep it going. Um, and because Red Dwarf, I think, is so... It feels so individual every episode. That's what they'd done for all that time. Because this was the first true three-parter, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it just... It feels like they're trying, to, but it doesn't It doesn't gel well with, you know, how we know the show, if, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, Back in the Red Part 2, unfortunately, is number 46. Yeah, uh, you gave it a seven out of ten in the original scoring. Yeah, um, which is, I wonder you know, if still... that was the weakest I gave. Oh, obviously, don't reveal it. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that was the weakest I gave of the trilogy. I can't remember. Okay, I but, won't uh... reveal it. If <laughs> we can we can hold but... that back. That and your and your forty six. My forty six is um my forty six is waiting for God. Ah, oh, from um, series one. Yeah, which mo- was mostly because I, I think I didn't remember it very well because. I gave it quite a high score, I think. That's the one where they, they learn a bit more about cats, like cat as a species, don't they? Yes, and it it sets up for for um, an episode you haven't seen yet, but for the, um, the more the recent promise, special, The Promised Land, Promise it Land, has a lot yeah. of stuff for that. Yeah, I gave it original... Well, this was back when we were doing out of fives, and I gave it a 4.5 out of five, which is oh. a really... Which I suppose is like a 9 so, out of 10. I was going to so, say, in our new system. Why yeah. is it so low on my list? Now, mostly because I can't... I just didn't... It just, didn't spring to mind any memories other than the scene where Lister finds the old cat that's dying with, with cat. And, oh, yes. And that's kind yeah. of all I can remember about the episode. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I obviously did enjoy it at the time if I gave it a 4.5. The, yeah. the problem is with just doubling up the um, the the out of five scores, mm. it does. It's not quite as reflective as I like, suppose not. Maybe no. if I was ranking that out of 10 naturally, I would have given it an eight or an 8.5 or something. Yeah, yeah but, but he's got less to work with uh, with an out of five. But yeah, so that's the first kind of real big surprise on my list, I think. Interesting. What have you got in 45th place? 45th. Uh, mine's, this one's also a series one choice. Um, this is Future Echoes, the second ever episode. Mm. I just it, And I know they, they love referencing it in series seven and eight. You play a drinking game the amount of times they say the words Future Echoes. But I just remember after the first episode was so, obviously, you know, this was my second ever Red Dwarf episode. And considering how much the very first one sort of got me interested in the concept, the characters, the uh, the world building, if you like. I, I just, rem- I just in hindsight, I, the second one feels like a, a bit of a step down from all that. Um, and I think they explained the concept fairly well for a sci-fi comedy show, but I just think it's... It, yeah, it just doesn't click with me now. So it's that's that's my number forty-five. Yeah, you gave it a three out of five at the time, which I okay. suppose is the equivalent so of six, six out, out of ten. 10. Yeah, I'd I'd um, stand by that. Yeah, I think I gave it about the same. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's not it's bad. It just 
compared to the very first episode, it just feels, as I say, to me, it just feels like a step down um, in many areas. But again, that's just what I remember. But what about you, Phil? Your 45th place. I put, this is where I put Pete part one, which was definitely better than the first parts. Uh, the second part, even sorry, it, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. There was just more interesting, and like it hadn't got too repetitive. Like the whole going to the captain's office was yeah. interesting at at this point, but by the time they kept doing it in the second part, <laughs> I know it was the gimmick of the episode, but it just and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it it's still not a great episode to be honest, but it's definitely better than part two. Um, Had a bit a bit of a better setup, I think. People Definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I didn't give it much more in terms of points. I gave it 0.5 more, so I gave Pete Part okay. 2 a 6 and Pete Part 1 a 6.5, so there's not a massive amount, but there's hmm. a little bit there. A little bit. A little bit. What about 44th place? 44. It's, I feel so... Series 8 fans are just going to hate on me. Um, it's Cassandra, uh, Series 8, Episode 4. Okay. Um, Again, obviously reflected in the ranking, this is one of, I think, the better... Ep- I mean, it's standalone to start with, and I, I think I've already said, I think Red Dwarf works possibly its best when it's doing standalone stuff. Um, the main thing I remember, it's so bad, that I remember from this is we th- we both thought that Cassandra was Zoe Wanamaker. Yes. Of, like, the voice, and, and turns out it wasn't, so that was a big reveal. Uh, but I, I did like the scene, you know, she has the conversation with uh, Rimmer and Lister saying about how they're going to, you know, one of them's going to die and all. I, that, I just, I like the nature of that scene. Um, but I don't remember that much else. Do you know what I mean? Like she, she was the gimmick, but beyond that one scene, I don't remember too much about this episode, which I think reflects on it because we only watched that a couple of weeks ago. And if I can't remember yeah. details that fully, then I think that's, you know, that's a bit of a sign. Yeah, it's one yeah. thing not remembering a series one episode very well from from a year and a bit ago. A year ago, ago but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, but some, a few weeks ago, it's like, yeah. come on now. But yeah, so that's my 44. Okay, then my 44 was uh, Balance of Power from series one. Series one, mm. episode three. Um, which, honestly, I get, again, I can't remember that much now. <laughs> Is that the one where Lister wants to get Kachansky as the hologram, so, but then yeah. he's arguing he's with yeah hiding, and then at one point Rimmer uses the image of it, it like appears as Kachansky and pretends to be Kachansky. I think it's that one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's fair. So that's just you can't remember too much about I it. I can't that's... remember too much about it. I think I looking at what I gave it. I gave it a four out of five, so equivalent of an eight out of ten, which is not that bad. So no, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Decent. maybe it's in. Maybe it's got a bit of a slide in my estimations since then. But that might just be because I can't remember massive amounts about it. Oh, that's fair. I did look at the synopsis of all of these when I was making the list to try and help me um, work out where to put them. But even then, some synopsis are slim on the ground on information, and I didn't want to. They get- are. Didn't want to go into reading like a scene by scene breakdown. <laughs> An <or anything>. essay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. absolutely. Um, what about 43rd? 43rd is Auroraboros from Series 7. Is Oh, no, Auroboros. Is it? I don't know. I don't bless know. Her, I think when, we we just... had, when we had Sophie bless her as a guest, I think she she was it, she was she said it right. And I, I for whatever reason, I just couldn't get it right. I think because it sounds like Aurora Borealis. 
So naturally, I go uh, Aurora Auroraboros, but I, I'm it might be a Roboros or a Roboros. Oh, stop! A Roboros, <laughs> the one where dis- we find out about the about Lister's origins. <laughs> yes, basically, that one. But I also like this one in a way because this is, I think, the episode where we get the dimension tear, where we get uh, Chloe Annette as Kachansky. Yeah, where she appears, and. You know, after seeing series, I've warmed to a character a lot more now having seen series seven and eight. I know I was a bit not hostile, but I don't think I took to her straight away when we were going through series seven. Um, but in hindsight, I thought her act, thinking back on how she was introduced, I thought it was like a nice it was a nice setup for that new team dynamic. Mm. And uh, obviously the Lister family thing is memorable because of what it is. Uh, and was that the episode where we learn about the loophole that we always like to bring up that Lister is Lister. Kachansky is technically Lister's mom. That one, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, remembering that—that's a good thing, bad thing. I'll leave that up to debate. But yeah, but also, I don't. Aside from those key points, I don't remember it being that overtly strong, especially compared to some of the stuff that series. So yeah, yeah. Well, you gave that. You gave that a seven out of ten. Um, okay. Along with, all right. You get you gave quite a lot of seven out of ten. I think you gave eleven different episodes seven out of ten. So interesting. Far. Okay. So that's amongst that lot. Um, Makes sense. And your forty three. My forty third is back in the red part three. Oh right. Okay. Which I, as you might guess from this placing, did enjoyed more than the second part, but yes. not as much as the first part. Because <laughs> the first part is obviously higher. Well, I wonder. I wonder how far part one is above this one. That's what I'm curious. Uh, about. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, yeah. yeah, it 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 was okay. It was um, and like I said, I really liked the first part. The mm. second part, eh. uh, the third part was just kind of okay. I gave it a seven yeah. out of ten originally, uh, which again. Not a bad score, but then we're quite we're quite generous with our scorings most of the time. I, I think we both correct me if I think we both said at the time maybe back in the red should have been two parts instead of three. Yeah, I've got a vague idea that like cut the middle one out and then just have one and three, but as one and I think that's what we said. I think that was the a time. theme with the multi-parters of series eight was that that should have, back in the red should have been a two-parter. Pete should have been a one-parter. And yeah, like one extended. Yeah, yeah, but alas, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, what 42nd what's your 42nd place? 42nd the answer to life itself is uh, the Inquisitor from series 5 oh yeah now I put this up because I remember this is where was it they have a really cool entrance the Inquisitor like they're very threatening very menacing and then once it's revealed what either they get revealed quite quickly or the rest of the episode they didn't feel like much of a threat I do remember like thinking that at the t- like this Inquisitor character and again, just going off memory, besides that character, I don't really remember too many other immediate things of this episode. So that's why it's down here. Yeah, I, that was the thing I remember most, like it's sort of being a letdown, this Inquisitor character after that first scene where they're introduced. Well, you gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Originally, uh, okay. Um, All right. Along with a handful of others. I think there's about one, two, six, six episodes you gave 7.5. Six. Yeah. Lovely. So, um, yeah, 7.5 for that one. Uh, mm-hmm. My 42nd place is Beyond a Joke, Series 7, Episode 6. And it's the one where yes. so, sort of Crichton's getting jealous, um, goes oh, yes. to, his head explodes at one point. He goes to blow up, blow them up in AR in a Jane Austen scenario thing. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> that, that one. Yeah, that one. The one with that the one. tank. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I've got at 42. 
Uh, okay. Where did I put it originally? Let's have a look. Yeah, see, that was quite... Actually, that was a lot lower than this placing would place it in mm. terms of scores. I gave it a 6.5. Okay. So I've got like the fives, uh, uh, which were Body Swap and Karate TV. I gave sixes to about four of them. And then yeah. I gave two episodes, 6.5, Pete Part 1 and Beyond a Joke. Okay. So this roughly fits then. Yeah. This far down, yeah. 40, 41st? 41st. It's my first series two episode on the list. It's Stasis Leak, okay. uh, series two episode four. Yeah, again, I remember bits of this. This is the one where, because of the leak, isn't it? He, Lister finds his way back into Red Dwarf before it blows up, Yes, I think? yeah. Because I remember he arrives in the showers, doesn't he, or something like that. And That's that, right. That was it's, a... it's, and you got the cat doing the what is it joke, which I really oh. don't like. <laughs> Yeah, went on the, too long. That old chestnut. But um, yeah, no, I just, again, it's beyond that. I don't remember it being one from series two I particularly raved about. I mean, you might prove me wrong. But yeah, I just, yeah, I just remember it being one of the weaker ones of that series. So yeah, that's my 41st stasis leak. Yeah, well, you gave it a seven out of 10 originally. All right, so okay. So there are episodes which you have given a lower score to oh, which you no. haven't <laughs> mentioned yet. There are, oh. let's see, eight episodes which you haven't yet mentioned which oh, you did no. give a lower score to <laughs> um, and a load that you gave the same score to because it's in that 7 okay. out of 10 category. Well, let's hope so, that yeah. those eight are coming up fairly swiftly. Um, <laughs> what about your 41st? Uh, my 41st is Only the Good, the last episode we reviewed. The, the last episode, yeah. The last yeah. episode of Series 8. What, why Why so far down? Um, it's, it, it wasn't bad there was there it's good. terrible i can't remember it wasn't so bad but it wasn't bad but it was the last episode good. that we recorded a review of and i can't remember much about it so that doesn't that doesn't i off. remember no. the ending quite well yeah i remember the ending quite well i think there was just lots of there was lots of really contrived like moments oh where, that's right yes like yeah. oh yes yeah, suddenly they have a machine the mirror dimension to a mirror dimension and <laughs> Like, what? What's going on? <laughs> We've got like... to finish the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it yeah. was it just didn't make much sense and not in a fun way. Uh no. In a kind of like you're just writing D6 Machinas, D6 left, right, and center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah, so that's that's that. Poor um, series eight. We're we're railing on series eight at the minute. It does get a lot of bad press. And mm. we've got quite a lot of them covered already in the lower part of this list we have um, yeah i think i've still that... got um looking where we are how many have i got left i've got there's there's three i've got left okay eight. three out of eight yeah yeah, yeah. i think i might <laughs> have a couple more than you possibly oh. yeah yeah there we go uh now feeding am i feeding into the red door fan stereotype now being like series eight's not that good <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah from what because that's all I heard for a year. That's all I heard for a year. Um, maybe we subconsciously influenced. Maybe, you. maybe. But um that's what we are now. 40. 40, 40 yeah. 40th. Uh my this one is Waiting for God. Uh, okay. from series one. I did remember this uh for like you said, the getting the cat law, which I actually found quite interesting. Like I because and it's a shame that I know you say it comes in the promised land, but you know that was series one. That was nineteen eighty eight. So the the law isn't really touched on again for another like thirty plus years. And I just think 
It just made, uh, the reason why it's probably further down, it just made me sad for Danny John Jules's character. Do you know what I mean? Because we've said so many times he's relegated to being like the one, the one line punch guy or cringy jokes or stuff like that. And Waiting for God, I think, gave that, that early character stuff, you know, early on, and then it's just forgotten. So, I, uh, yeah, that's why it's far down. Really. Yeah. So. Well, this is another one where you actually gave it a Uh-oh. worse score than me when we gave the scores, but uh-huh. you've put it higher than me in the ranking. So oh, you gave yeah, it a okay. four out of five, therefore giving okay. it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Um, whereas yeah. I, give it a, I gave it a 4.5, therefore equivalent of a nine. So, yeah. Never mind well, where we're swapped around on that one. Yeah. And your 40th? My 40 is Meltdown from Series 4, which is the one with the waxwork. Yes, um, I remember Meltdown very well. Yeah, that one, you know, I, I think we're now into the kind of more middle ground of the list where none, they're not bad. Um, I mean, to be honest, the only ones that are really bad, I think. I would go to say these are bad episodes. I, I kind yeah. of put my bottom three. I think we've covered them. <laughs> yeah, or four. We? We're now into yeah. the kind of like, yeah, they they're fine. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, but, but there's better out there. But yeah, exactly, exactly. Where did I originally put this? Let's have a look. Oh. Actually, I, I gave it a really high score. And do you know what? When you said meltdown, I thought, hang on. I thought, <laughs> yeah. What did, I, you, what did you, know you give what? it? I gave it. A nine out of ten. Oh, Phil, and it's down at forty. Yeah, I gave it a nine out of ten. Wow. So it's one of my better scores. Um, there you go. Well, at least you got the nine out of t- that. Yeah, at least you hit the nine out of ten thing down here first. So. I won't say <laughs> what. Um, can you remember what your highest score was? I won't, we won't say what they were. What I but... want to say, I gave a nine point five once, but I couldn't. You did tell. You gave I one know, nine point five one. I know I, I gave a few nines, I think, but yeah. I, I was a bit more one. loose with my 9.5s. <laughs> I gave five 9.5s. And none of them have been mentioned yet? None five? of them have been, no, I haven't, okay. I know. I, none of them have been mentioned yet. Well, but hey, that, after, you, after you said a nine, nothing's safe now. I, I know, <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I think I just didn't remember it that well. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. As you say, I mean, series four, that would that's at least six months ago when we record, if not longer. Yeah. We recorded that. Yeah. What's your well, 39th place then? 39. It, it's Justice from series uh, four. Okay. I know we saw a joke. Oh, Adam hates Justice because of the speech at the end. And I do. I don't like that. I bet, well, I think we both didn't. This list is random very like preachy, serious speech that just seemingly, and then they drop him in a hole because. You know, why not? Um, I do. I, I remember like in some, you know, when they're doing like the trial setup in this yeah. episode, because it's all about that, isn't it? I remember liking those sequences when they're all coming forward to like give their testimony. Um, but outside of that, I just I my first thought is always that bloody speech at the end and just how how stupid it is now out of nowhere it is. And then I can't remember <laughs> much else around it. So it originally this is my second draft. Originally, this was lower. Like a fair bit lower. Well, I expected it... it to be lower because based on your scores, it would be a lot lower. It was a what six. What did out I give it? You gave it a six out of ten. Uh, um, okay. And you, so you've given, like I said, four or five. Was it four episodes? Six out of ten, and then you've right. only got three episodes below those in terms of score. So 
Yeah. It was kind of, yeah, I was expecting it to be a bit lower, but no. It was lower. It was, yeah. Because I think instant when I made my first draft, it was just like that speech at the end, that speech at the end. But then I remembered the trial stuff, which I did like. I remember liking that. So I was like, okay, I've got to be a bit fairer now. So yeah, that's my 39, Justice. And yours, Phil? My 39 is Time Slides, which you've already mentioned. Yes, um, yeah. From Series 3. So, you know, it was a... But there was some good stuff in there. Um, I, you know, I found the jokes about going in and taking Hitler's briefcase quite funny and yeah, um, a classic. Yeah, yeah, it was, a, and I love a time travel story, timey wimey stuff. But yes. uh, yeah, it was just kind of middling, I think. So that's my my third. Where did I put that? I didn't know. Maybe I gave that a really high score originally as well. <laughs> Who knows? Let's see. I gave it an eight out of ten. So that's. It's yeah, high score, I suppose. Yeah, um, high. But but at least it's not a nine. <laughs> at least Again. it's not a nine. <laughs> there we go. What about thirty eighth? Thirty eighth. Um, I gave it to Sirens, the opener for series six. Um, truth be told, Phil, I remembered virtually nothing about this from the title. Um, but then I looked at the synopsis, and it's where they go to the SSS Esperanto. Um, and Red Dwarf's missing. They, uh, you know, the start of them really trying to find Red Dwarf. Well, they find the Vapor Trail. That's it. They find the Vapor Trail. Um, and the sirens are creatures. You know, they lure the ship's crew onto the asteroids and suck out their brains. But even after getting that little spark, I just don't remember really digging this one that much, I don't okay. think. So, yeah, that's my 38 sirens. Yeah. Was this, this was at the end of a series or was it at the beginning? It was part? series six, episode one. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. When they just lost Red Dwarf. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Where did you put that? You gave that a quite a high score. You gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Oh, God. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, again, I, I, I couldn't remember anything on the title alone. I was yeah. like, this is really bad. Uh, normally with titles, I'm not too bad. But this was one of the, there's a few on this list, but this was one where I was like, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I, I got nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's one thing to give a score in the moment when you've just finished watching an episode. But like of course. how the episode, when you're comparing it to other episodes later, makes you yeah. feel. And how it sits in your head as well yeah, over time. Yeah, it can be yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. What I about thought. your 38th? My 38th is Epidemic. Series Epidemic. No, Epidemi. 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 Yeah. Epidemi. Uh, yeah. Epidemi. Yeah. Series seven, episode seven, with the yes, talking Epidemi. virus. Yes. Who sounds like a game show host? He does. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. That's Epidemi. Yeah. It, again, it's good. We're into that kind of middling category now, where it's they're all okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they're just I, all right, I really, yeah. I did really like the. Um, the the DJ sounding virus, he sounded cool and I liked yeah. him. But um yeah, I think I gave it an eight out of ten originally. So Oh, strong, strong. Yeah. Not not oh, too fair bad. Enough. Thirty-seven now. Thirty-seven's my lucky number. Um shame uh, it's for this list because it's quite low down. I'm following you. I've given it to Epidemia, you know. Ah. Thirty-seven. Yeah, um, I like bits of it. The game show host stick was fun for about a minute, I think, and then after a while, I was like, "All right, I'm a l- little bit tired of all the pop culture references now." Um, and yeah, I just think there's 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 an episode that immediately follows this, Nanaki, I believe, that isn't. It's not technically a two parter by name, but it does. I believe they do lead into each other, if I've remembered right. Yes, they do, because it's um, so. 
because uh, Lister loses his arm That's at right. the end of this one. Yeah. And then they use the nano bots to rebuild it. That's and it, yeah. that's leading into and other that, stuff. In yeah, the and that's a case where if you want to call it a two-parter, I found part two better than part one. So yeah, 37's epidemi for me. Excellent. Um, well, you gave that a 7 out of 10 originally, so you gave it a slightly yeah, lower score than I did. But yeah. it's yeah, roughly in the right place in the list, I guess. Um, for 37 for me, I gave uh, Nan- Nanarchy. No, 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 no. No way. Oh, yeah. right above Epidemia. Yeah, right yeah. above it. Yeah. So it is better than that episode, I think. Um, like you say, it, it was just, um, yeah, as a two-parter, they they work quite well together. Um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting end to that series as well, I thought. And finding Red Dwarf yes. was so exciting. We saw Holly again. It was. And that, that was, was it. Holly coming back. Yeah, Holly coming yeah. back and going, all right, dudes. It was great. <laughs> Really, that's like, definitely one of like your favorite moments of Red Dwarf period. I think is I think it is. I just got so it, yeah. excited when Holly came back, <laughs> <laughs> and they well, so underused him. Then in series eight, it was they criminal. did, which is a crime, really. Yeah, crime. I normally love it, Batman. But um, well, Phil, I can't believe I'm. Uh, this has happened like sort of well, not midway, but not at the top of the bottom of the list. My thirty sixth is Nanaki. Ah, um, nice. Because I, I, from what I remember. Epidemia and Anarchy, whilst I did enjoy Nanaki more, I think both of them, to my memory, felt on like a similar plane throughout, if you get me. Nanaki yeah. just had th- those more exciting elements, like you said, Holly coming back, Red Dwarf. But yeah, on the whole, better than Epidemia, but not by like several places above, just directly above. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my 36. Did I give Nanaki higher than what I gave Epidemia? Seven, did I? Uh, yeah, you gave Epidemia seven. Yeah, you gave Nanaki an eight. So you did give oh, it Oh, that, well, that checks out. Then. A whole point. That oh, checks yeah. out. A whole point. A whole point. Um, My 36th 36, yeah. is me two or me squared or however you want to say it. Oh, yes. Series from one, series episode one. six, the series finale where you get two rimmers. Um, yes. And I, yeah, I enjoyed two rimmers. It was mm-hmm. interesting seeing him play. I think I remember having a, um, a slight question about, well, why are they... One seems a lot harsher than the other and is more of a bully to the other one. They're not like kind of equally pitting against no. each other. One is like the more dominant one. So why would that be if they have the same personality? Um, I don't, no, I don't checks know. Out. But yeah. yeah, I put that there. I, what did I give that originally? Okay, that's actually a lot, quite a lot lower down on my list though um, when it comes to the scoring. It's, just, it's one of the 7 out of 10s that I gave All it. right, 7 out of um, 10s, yeah. But it's that's quite a lower... That's sort of the lower quarter really of my list is the seven out of tens so yeah it's gotten higher up in my estimation since then i guess what's your 35th my 35th is back in the red part three ah. um yeah because we i've had part two on my list and uh, well i mean you audiences now tell i i've followed the same order as you where i think part two is the weakest part three second then Part one is somewhere on this list, but you'll have to wait and find out where. Um, but yeah, it was it was a decent conclusion, I think. Sort of sets up the status, finishes up setting the status quo for this series. You know, being in the tank and all, and your recurring characters like Captain Hollister again. Um, yeah, and I, beyond that, I don't remember a great deal much more about it that was like mega mega standout. But I I remember enjoying it. I remember enjoying it compared to part two. So yeah, that's my 35th, Back in the Red, part three. 
Um, did I rate that higher than part two? Um, no. No? <laughs> no, you actually rated uh, Back in the Red part two at 7.5, whereas you rated Back in the Red, part, in the Red part three at 7. Oh, <laughs> okay yeah. then. Oh, well, I, you know what? I'll stand by what I've said now, but, you know. <laughs> That's that, and the like. I like you say it's that when you're going back in hindsight, but yeah, I remember maybe it was very specific things, but from what I remember, I remember finding part three more entertaining on the whole, say than part two. Yeah, when I, I was can't compiling remember if that was list. one of the times when we had a bit, maybe a couple of weeks between recording episodes. But I've had in the past where I've known that I like an episode more than a previous episode, maybe even the, the very previous. Like we had a month long yes. break where we didn't record any episodes. I remember thinking, well, I know I like this episode more than that last one. I can't actually remember what I scored the last one. <laughs> so I just <laughs> sort of back. gave this one a, gave one a score. And for all I know, I gave it less than the one I said I liked it more than. But, <laughs> but these things happen. It does indeed. And your 35th? Is Crichton from Series 2. Our introduction oh. to the character, but played by a different actor, which... Yes. Is that, is that what me. pushed it far down for you? I think so. I mean, it. he did a great... It's not that he didn't do a great job. It's just that I'm so used to uh, Robert Llewellyn as Crichton yeah. that it was just so weird seeing the other guy whose name now escapes me doing it. Um, it was it was a bit strange. But there was some really... I loved the moment where... Because uh, Rimmer has asked uh, Lister to big him up to the ladies that are going to be on this ship. And, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, have you met my mate Ace? He's really, <laughs> he's yeah, really, really like, brave. Yeah, that is a good. And I always remember Crichton for the Android sequence. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I'll that's good. That. That's good. 34th. 34th. It is uh, Beyond a Joke. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did like Quite a lot moment. higher than I put it. Yes, where, where was that for you? So that was my 34. Uh, that was my 42nd. Oh, so good so eight fair way ahead. down. Yeah, I think out of all these Series 7 ones where Crichton's a bit jealous of Kachansky and all that, from again, from memory, my score originally might disprove it, but I, I feel this was, this was the one where it was done the best and most effective, that jealousy angle, before it started getting a bit, you know, tedious and a bit samey. Um and we get Abel in that episode, don't we? Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, the other yeah. end. And I remember I quite, I think I enjoyed Abel or I found some of those scenes funny. I think. Yeah. I hope. You um, actually gave this one quite a low score. Um, oh. Six out of ten, he gave it. This was a so six out of ten one. This was, was a six out of ten. So it's kind of in the sort of bottom um, sort of bottom sort of eight of your of your scores. Uh, well, we're not past halfway yet, so I can still technically say it's in the bottom half. So yes. I'm excused. Well, if we get above 26, <laughs> then we've got a problem. But um, yeah, so that's my 34, beyond a joke. Um, and yours, Phil? 34? Mine is blue. Uh, from uh, series also 7. from Series 7, yes. Yeah. yeah, and it's the one where Lister is feeling very sad about the fact that Rimmer isn't oh, yes. there anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think going into this, before we watched it, my memory of watching it the first time round, like in the 90s and stuff, was hmm. that mainly, and even when I watched it on DVD 10 years ago or whatever, it was 
the song at the end, which I still absolutely Rimmer, love. The Rimmerworld song. Rimmerworld, yeah. yeah, the kind of Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. <laughs> that one, absolutely brilliant. Love that song. Uh, it's the highlight of the episode. Absolutely. The rest of it was kind of a bit of a disappointment. And not that it was bad. It was just not as good as I remembered it being, mm. which is a a bit of a shame. Hey, the, but... the, the, bene- the benefit of hindsight and how nostalgia can blind us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, how I remembered it was um, mainly based on that last one. I mean, I gave it, it's one of my 7 out of 10s that I, mm. that I gave, um, which again, 7 out of 10 isn't a bad score. It's, just, it's not at all. Just the no. some that are higher. Um, what have you got in 33rd place? 33rd. Um, don't worry, Series 8 fans, the torture's nearly over. It's uh, it's only the good. Um, I did, and I said this when we recorded it, I really did like the ending. I really like that, um, well, almost. I like the setup where when Remit is in that world and it's, oh, sorry, when he comes back and the ship's blowing up and everything's going wrong. You still get some good comedy, you know, with the vending machine uh, throwing cans at him and all that sort of stuff. Um, I just wish it had ended. I think we we talked about this. I would have uh, liked it if it had maybe ended on a more somber note, which it was never going to do because it's a sci-fi comedy show. Mm. Um, But I don't know. When we had the Grim Reaper and it was like, oh, maybe he will go off with the Grim Reaper and and that would be it, you know, if they cut there. In my mind, that's that would be strangely quite nice as an ending. Um, Obviously, what we get is he just sort of knees him in the in the private area and says, no, thanks, mate. Only the good die young. You know, funny, but um, no, but I I did like bits of this. But like we said before, too many Deus Ex Machinas, too much. Oh, God, we've got we've actually have to finish this series. We've got 10 minutes. Let's do this. So, yeah, Yeah. that's why it's so far down here. Well, it's uh, you gave it a 6.5 originally yeah um, that checks out and it's one of four you gave a 6.5 to none of the others you've yet put on the list oh no uh, <laughs> oh god um, and we're and approaching there are, halfway there are quite a few episodes which you rank which you gave a higher score to that have already come on your list. Gone. There we go. oh well there we go what can i say uh, and your 33rd my 33rd is justice from series four <laughs> which you've already mentioned um yes yeah that's, that's random speech at the end Actually, I would have expected this to be a lot lower on my list because based on the score I gave it, it was mm. really low. It was uh, six out of ten. So for me, that's right. really low. And uh, there's only yes. like four that have four, five, five that have six out of ten. And there's only two five out of tens below it. So, yeah, no. I'm surprised it's not lower on my list, but I clearly remembered some good things from it, too. Sure, yeah. We got in 30 seconds. I have thanks for the memory from series two. The irony being that the the plot line, it says the crew wake up after celebrating the anniversary of Rimmer's death only to find four whole days have passed where where they have no memories of because I don't have any memory of this episode (laughs) either. So I found this very ironic. Um, And I... So it's, I, I, it's the one I remember it. It's the one where they like carry, they find the black box and then it reveals what yes. happened and they like drop a paving slab on the foot and that's why he's got a broken foot. Um, yes. And things yeah. like that. Yeah. And this is, I think, one of two or three episodes I had to go further than the synopsis to remind myself what this actually was about. Um, and now, now my memory's a bit more jogged. There were moments like how they go about, you know, doing all that stuff, like getting to the memories and stuff, how how it came to be. 
But aside from that, like you said, it's just one of those that I remember being. It was like all right. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't awful. But yeah. And now you're going to tell me I gave it a nine out of ten, aren't you? Uh, well, first of like all, that. I will say that my thirty-two is also thanks for the memory. Is it really? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. What the odds of that? Hey, I how mean, have we, we done that? Hey. I mean, yeah, we've got the same bottom two. But the chances of something in the middle being exactly the same place. Crazy. But we did give it wildly different scores originally. You gave nice. it a 6.5, so quite low. Oh, thank God. So my, so my vague <laughs> memory does check out then. That's fair. This is more embarrassing for me because I gave it a 9. <laughs> oh, Phil. Did you not remember it as well? Or could you remember I, it well, quite clearly? I could remember it, but clearly I liked it more than I remember liking it. But there we go. I mean, this is the one where I had put in a little, I'd said on the episode, as I oh, said my score, the... that it was my favorite episode so far. And, oh boy. And it's only like, it's, it's not even half, halfway down the list. Um, so there well, we go. That's a turn up for the books. So. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, oh. my memory of other episodes is clearly better, but there we go. What have you got in 31st? 31st is Terraform from okay. Series 5. This is, again, I had to read the synopsis for this, where they land on the Simon, and but then Rimmer is alone, gets taken prisoner, and then they rescue him, but he's trapped in an environment shaped by Rimmer's bizarre self-loathing mind, it says in the synopsis. Um, I remember bits of this, but again, like my memory, to be honest, Phil, out of all of them, even when I was like jogging my memory with like clips and stuff, I was like, I can't concretely remember what I thought of this. So I sort of opted to put it just below the halfway point because that felt about right. Um, but yeah, don't really remember much about this one. I've got to be honest. Sorry, what episode was it again? This was Terraform, Terraform. Series 5, Episode oh, yes. 3. You gave it quite low, fairly low, 7 out of 10. Uh, well, All right. I say low, it's like middling. <laughs> low you gave for it us. middling. Um, <laughs> And it is in the middle. So that seems about right. Yeah, just one of those okay ones. In 31st, I gave it to Sirens, uh, the first of Series yes. 6, episode 1, which you'd put lower than this. I think there was some good stuff in there. I liked yeah. the creature that would, you know, disguise itself as uh, like the gross out humour when Lister was kissing it, thinking he was kissing oh, a beautiful woman and it was a yeah. slimy, disgusting yes. creature which was trying to suck out its brains. That was amusing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I did Getting like flashbacks that. now. Um, and I gave it quite a high score originally. I gave it an eight point five out of ten. Um, mm. So yeah, well, maybe it, maybe it's a little bit low compared to my score I gave it even. But so we're on thirtieth now, are we? Yes, thirtieth uh, for me is Camille series four episode one. Um, I do remember. I do remember. Like I, now, I can't remember what, but we there was elements of this we found a bit tricky if I remember rightly, and I can't remember what. Um, no, I can't I do, either. It, it was something to do oh. with the... Because um, Camille herself is a... What is she? She's Shapes, the... Well, uh, she, she's Gelf, but not the same yes. type of Gelf that um, Lister ends up marrying. Different type of Gelf. Genetically engineered life form that looks like, like the perfect person for each individual person. Yes. So it looks like yes. another android to... Um, yeah, to like Lister Brighton and Rimmer and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah and... um, there were parts I liked about it, and uh, the ending, of course, parodies the ending to Casablanca, which is a uh, Lister's favorite film. 
I remembered that. But um, no, again, this this just falls into that category for me of, yeah, it was it was all right. I enjoyed it, but I think there's better. So yeah, 30th is Camille. You gave it a 9 out of 10 originally. Oh, God. <laughs> so oh, you obviously thought highly of it well. there. Well, it must have slipped from my... I, as I say, I remember parts of it, but there are other episodes on this list that I do enjoy more. Yeah. So yeah, I stand by it. I gave position 30 to DNA from series four. Um, the episode right after Camille, funnily Indeed, enough. it is, yeah. indeed. Uh, which I originally gave an 8 out of 10, so it's sort of... Oh. Maybe maybe a bit higher than this on, based on scores, but yeah, it was a yeah, good episode. Some good stuff in it. There was. Pretty good. It's a, um, it is. 29. Demons and Angels from Series 5. Yes. Demons and Angels, yeah. Um, this one, the triplicator uh, of makes duplicates and stuff. Uh, this is the one where Red Dwarf uh, gets, there's more copies of Red Dwarf, one that's the good quality one and the one that has the bad quality one. And I loved seeing the actors do like, you know, those different extremes of their characters. You know, the good ship, where they were all like angelic and stuff like that, calling each other brother and all that sort of stuff. And then the demonic ones were quite the opposite. So I think I enjoyed that one most for the acting. Just because we've said before, we love seeing the mains act either as like exaggerated versions of themselves or different characters entirely. So, yeah, I enjoyed Demons and Angels, I think. Hopefully my score will reflect that. Yeah, I think it's roughly in in sort of middle place on the okay. scores as well. Eight out of ten you gave it. Yeah, so, yeah. That, that checks out. That kind of checks out, I suppose. I gave this position to Terraform Series 5, Episode 3. Ah, as you've yes. mentioned a few places ago. I did. I, I liked this one. It was good episode for Rimmer, as I recall, I think. Yes, it was. Good episode yeah. for him. And um, I gave it an 8.5 originally, so possibly even based on scores a little bit higher than here, but still pretty good. Right. 28. 28, Balance of Power. Ah. Series 1, episode 3. So that's I one I put really low, wasn't it? It is. So that's my... Twi- yours, was. it was in the first... Was it first five, first ten for you, I think? Yeah. Let me look. Yeah, it was... Um, 40, I put it at 44th place out of 52. Wow, yeah, so. 16 gap. I think I enjoy it because a lot of Series 1 for me, obviously being a newbie first time round, uh, Series 1 does build up a lot of this world. You know, I get it has to. You know, any any show, comedy, drama has to set up the world. And, you know, it focuses on the hologram, you know, the system there, how only one can be active at any one time. You get a bit about Kachansky as well. We start learning a bit more about her. Uh, this is the first episode bar the first one that i think you really see lister and rimmer's relationship or like as characters more because obviously the whole premise is like that they're arguing um which is what they're good at really so yeah no i i so i think being a newbie maybe like you say if i was in your shoes if i'd watched this for the 10th time it probably would be lower but Mm. i think being as it was my first go i actually quite enjoyed it so yeah Balance of Power is my number 28. You originally gave it, because it's a series one episode, in our mm-hmm. out of five scale of 3.5. So I guess that's the equivalent of a seven. seven. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. No, so, enough. yeah, maybe even... No, yeah, probably about the right sort of... Right about of, the right, right one. Sort of placing. Yeah. yeah. And your 28th? My 28th is uh, our Rubble Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ouroboros, <laughs> whatever it is. The, li- the list of paradox loophole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I, one. I, I liked this one. Sounds like a little bit more than you did. Um, I liked, I kind of liked the whole setup of hmm. 
the, the paradox of him being his own father and, and yeah, yeah, Kachansky being his mother. It only yeah. gets creepy in later episodes when he's still hitting on her. Yes, <laughs> which, <laughs> and we, that's which like, we always uh, will mention whenever it yes. happens. Because yeah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, what about twenty seventh? Uh, we don't worry, listener. We can now, for me at least, we can now close the book on series eight. A bit for me because it's back in the red part one. Um, yeah, definitely the strongest episode of series eight for me. Um, I think it just sets up this whole. It starts setting up this whole thing really well. Obviously, it starts with them already being in the tank, and then obviously we go back. But I just think it it's a re- it, it feels like a change in direction for the show, but a welcome one. Like it's a different sort of set scene, and yeah, not much more than that. I just think it's the best episode of series eight, personally. Yeah, you so, gave this an eight point five out of ten, so quite a high score. And there's there's a, you think, know quite a few episodes yeah. which we haven't got to yet on your list that uh, you did give a lower score to. So. I feel confident in saying that uh, you don't have to check, but I, th- I think that is the highest of series eight I gave. I think. Uh, for back uh, in the red that's part a good one. question. Yeah, I think it probably I'm was. Cer- I'm certain it is. I'm almost certain it is. Yeah, I can't see when I was going higher. When I was going through series eight for this ranking, back in the red part one, I knew straight away was going to out of those eight episodes, it was going to be the top one. So yeah, twenty seven is just just under halfway is the highest series eight getting the, on so this. So is list. that the first series you've now got everyone on the list? It is, yeah. That's yeah. Series 8 done for me. Just under halfway as well. So sorry, Series so 8 fans. They're all in the box. I guess that does make your least liked series, Series 8. <laughs> in in fandom terms, that that means I hate Series 8 in inverted commas. Yes. Um, but I don't. And my, your 27th film? My 27th is Camille. Okay. So not too much higher than where I placed it then. No, no, not at all. Um, it was a good episode. I put it originally 8 out of 10. So, okay, yeah. solid score, solid score. Sound. Well, we're going into the uh, top half now of the list. This is number 26. So, yeah, top half of the list. Uh, my 26th, I can't say that properly. My 26th is Me Too from Series 1. Um, you've already mentioned it. I'll just, I like the stuff with the two rumors personally. I know you were saying about one's wildly different to the other. I didn't mind that as much from when I remembered it. Um, I thought it was a fun little way to end series one at a time when they're not really doing a story arc as such. It was just another self-contained adventure. And yeah, I remember quite liking it. You originally gave this a four out of five. So eight out of ten. Eight out. There yep. you go. That checks out. And, and your first one of the top half of this list? Uh, yeah, well, I in 26th place for me is Confidence and Paranoia from Series 1, ah, Episode 5. so directly before me too. <laughs> yes, indeed, it is. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did really like the characters of both Confidence and Paranoia that were in this episode and the whole setup of Mr. Mm. Getting the Virus and... and yes. Made things appear. I gave it a 4 out of 5, so therefore a 8 out of 10. Um, originally mm. so i think maybe maybe it's even a little bit lower here than my score that i gave it would indicate but i'm happy to stick sticking by it well number 25 for me is parallel universe the uh series two episode six last episode there i thought this one was quite fun obviously this is i think one of the first times we see oh no it's not the same actors but they meet female versions of themselves uh, and, you know, Lister ends up sleeping with his version because, you know, of, of course. 
and um, Rimmer sort, I think, sort of falls in love a little bit or like admires his female version and stuff like that. Um, the the gripe I had with this was the ending because it's where Lister gives birth to twins, as mm-hmm. predicted all the way back in Future Echoes, I think. But then I think it's it's not as high as it could have been because obviously then that whole twins thing doesn't really go, as we said, it doesn't go anywhere. Series 3 episode 1 infamously opens with the Star Wars crawl that zips by, <laughs> zips by the screen because they basically don't care. Um, so yeah, and I know we joke about that and it's a comedy, but yeah, maybe had the ending been followed up in Series 3, Parallel Universe might have been higher because they're setting that up. But as is, I'm happy leaving it at 25th. Well... This is this is uh, an interesting. Don't one. tell me this is the nine point five. This is this is the this was your nine point five. This was your highest was rated it? episode ever. No on the way. Podcast. You've never no given way. a nine point five to anything else. This one. This one. You no gave way. nine point five to. I wonder if it's because obviously you didn't know what was to come when you gave it that nine point five, and like you just said, yes. If they if it had gone on to develop that and and do something with that twin storyline, you might have given this higher. But in hindsight. Well, maybe that maybe that spoiled it by twenty five places for that's, you. <laughs> yeah, it's been number one, number twenty five. Out. That's quite George. a demotion. Hey, at least it's in the top half. But um, yeah, that is a demotion. But yeah, I think you're right though. It's that being a newbie and then it realizing it doesn't go anywhere sort of didn't bum me out. I was just a bit gutted. I wanted to see where it went. But yeah, I'll stick my nine point five. Wow, I can't. I. I I can't believe that. I genuinely can't believe that. Um, <laughs> this is why I really was interested to do it this way and and not and compile yeah. our list without looking back at our scores and then compare them on here as we recorded it because it's really interesting seeing what the difference is. Uh, my twenty fifth is the last day from series three, the last yes, episode of yeah. series three, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, where Crichton is recalled. Um, by his manufacturer uh, because he's an outdated unit and is going to be replaced. So he has one last day and they have a big party and um, lots of fun happens. I gave this an 8 out of 10 originally, so it's kind of in the right right sort of place. Well, my 24th, Phil, coincidentally enough, is the last day. Yeah. So um, one hot place yeah. higher than I put it. One place higher. Yeah, but same reasons for you. I enjoyed it. I liked the concept. I thought the comedy was good when... The replacement droid eventually comes in looking for... I thought that was really cool as well. I seem to remember really loving that whole sequence, you know, where they, like, chase... He's trying to chase him down and stuff like that. And it just was a nice end for Series 3, which, for the most part, had a really strong run of strong run of episodes. Bar body swap. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> you gave this a 9 nine out of 10 originally, so you obviously really liked it at the time. Um, mm, and still 24, it's, though. That's yeah, well, I mean, me. it's one of 10 episodes you gave 9 out of 10 okay. to. So, it, you know, cool. plus, plus your 9.5 for Parallel Universe. This is, I, uh... you know, this, <laughs> even even on the scoring, this would be like, this could be an 11th place thing. So yeah. you're not that far yeah. off of it, really. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And uh, your 24th? My 24th is Hollowship, the first episode of Series 5. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where Rimmer goes over and try- finds a whole ship full of holograms. It has that brilliant scene where one of the um, one of the crew of the Hollowship come up, comes aboard um, Red Dwarf and you get List uh, go and he's just reporting back on them without acknowledging that they're there, really. And then oh, yeah. you get Lister going, Lister to Red Dwarf. We're in our presence of a complete and utter smeghead. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of the show, is, I think. That whole episode was really strong. I remember. Yeah, I, I gave was, it an I remember 8. that one quite vividly originally. So, 
It's a, that definitely checks out then. Yeah. What's your 23rd? Oh. My 23rd's DNA. Okay. Uh, which you had a few places down. I li- I just like the fact they all got turned into weird and wacky, wonderful things. And the curry monster, of course. I had a soft spot for the curry monster. I thought that was quite cute. Um, yeah, I just thought this was this one was just really fun. Like not the best episode ever, but I I, I hope I I hope my score reflects it. I just remember having a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, you gave it seven out of ten originally. Oh. <laughs> Which, you know, is... Higher than me 9.5, which I'm going <laughs> to hold now. But no, just I, I, when I was looking back, like rereading the synopsis and then remembering the episode in my head, I just remember having a ton of fun with it. So maybe I didn't initially, but I, I do now. Yeah. So my 23rd is Tika to Ride, first episode of Series 7. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I remember thinking was good, and a good, a kind of a good sci-fi drama, but there wasn't yes, as yeah. much comedy in it. Um, yes, and it was like I say, it was good sci-fi drama, but it was, didn't quite have enough comedy for my liking. So that's why it's mm. why it's here. Um, originally, I put it, I gave it seven point five out of ten originally. So yeah, Ooh, interesting. Middle, sort of from the road, middle-ish. Yeah, yeah. So twenty-second, I gave to Legion. From series six. Um, I quite like this concept. A minute I read the title, I remember the Legion robot, I remember finding quite creepy in its design, in a good way. Like it was a really cool, creepy design. And just all the stuff they get onto on that ship and how, because it always had that soft voice, didn't it? It was very soft spoken, but it was very powerful. I just, I really dug that. So yeah, I think it deserves to be at this. There's a lot better than it, but I, I remember quite liking it. Yeah, this was another one of your 7 out of 10 sort of grouping ones. So oh, okay. maybe, maybe right. a little bit lower because I think, so yeah. seven. Eight, maybe the concept I enjoyed, like the of that robot and what it could do. I, I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Maybe the comedy elements weren't as good, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy putting it at 22nd. Cool. And, and yours? My 22nd is Back in the Red Part 1. Um, is, it, is this your last Series 8 It's one? not. There is oh. a series eight one I like better. Oh, hang on. Than this. According oh, to I won't this, say. I think I think, think I know what it, it is, out. but yes. But yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if I actually scored it better than that one. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> back in the red part one. What did I give that? See, I gave back in the red part one a nine out of ten, and I don't think I did gave you? the one that I put higher than it um, <laughs> that high. No, I didn't. So I gave oh. the, that one an eight out of ten. So they've switched around. According to this ranking, there we go. I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, but so far I haven't put my uh, previously number yeah, you... one <laughs> episode at twenty five. That's true. That is very true. So, <laughs> uh, what do you got at twenty one? Twenty one is Rimmer World ah. from series six. This is the whole wormhole one where Rimmer gets stuck on one end and age. age I think I'm right in saying ages by. Oh, no, yeah, 600 years after Rimmer's arrived, that's right, and then he's got loads of Rimmer clones. Um, I think I remember we joked about, like, the the scientific remits of this, because wasn't it when they passed through, they hadn't aged yeah, or something? It was, it, yeah, we crap. had that big discrepancy about it, and of a sci-fi comedy, 
who really cares yeah, that much. And but, you know... Let's be honest, we're not wormhole scientists. We don't know no. what we're talking about. <laughs> as much as sci-fi fans like to think we're, you know, the, the forefront authority in a real science, it's just, no. <laughs> it's just not true. Um, but yeah, I, I remember liking a lot of this, I think. Like, the whole that whole concept and the Rimmer clones and all that, so... Yep, yeah. you gave this one a 7 out of 10 originally. String of 7s, eh? Yeah, yeah. You oh, well, we're getting through them. We're getting through yeah. I gave that they come now. <laughs> yeah, I gave 21 to White Hole. Um, ah, from Series which, 4. Which, if I, my memory is serving me, is the one where they upgrade Holly. And and she has a big IQ. IQ, uh, but it lessens her lifespan, so she shuts everything down, including life support to preserve her life. Um, yeah, it was good. That uh, Talkie Toaster's in it. I mean, I mean <laughs> gotta yeah. love Talkie Scott- Toaster. It's got to be in the top half of the list if it, if it has talky toast. Yeah, it's in it. it's on. a rule. It has to be. It's a yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, that's my twenty first. What's your twentieth? Ooh, top twenty. Uh, my twentieth is confidence and paranoia. Okay, um, really love confidence and paranoia as characters. I think this was the episode when they have the little they have the space fight, you know, and he defeats uh confidence. I think they do that, that outside on the, the outside. Ship. They're on like the little gangway type thing. I'm certain that's they, this episode. They, yes, they they where he defeats him by convincing him to take his. Well, no, he takes his helmet off. He doesn't convince him to. Yeah. Um, and his head explodes. Confidence, his head explodes. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, for series one, I remember really digging like how that was shot as well, and how they filmed it against like the big stru- like model structure of the ship and that. So yeah, no, I'm happy putting. It's not my, in terms of series one, Phil, I have one episode left of series one before I close off on that. Ooh, but there we yes. go. I've got, this is um, 4.5 you gave this originally. So equivalent, oh, I so guess, a nine. of nine. Yeah. So. yeah, but there were Happy like, 20th. as I said, there were 11, no, 10, nine. There were. So quite a lot there. There a few. Quite a lot there. And your 20th? My 20th is Future Echoes. Wow. So you put that, a I lot put that down at, um. Did. My, it was 45 for me. God, that's a big so difference, 20, isn't it? It is. How come so high then? Difference. I, I, well, I like, I like timey-wimey stuff, I think. <laughs> I have a, I kind of have fond memories of like the way it, it was filmed. It was really cleverly filmed. Like the stuff where Rimmer is having, like in the drive room, there's the scene where Lister has a confused conversation with Rimmer. And then yes. he has the same conversation with Rimmer. It's like Rimmer's talking to somebody who's not there, but that's him later yeah. on. I just thought it was quite clever. Fair enough. Very good. Very good. Difference of opinion, eh? Yeah. What did I give it originally? Oh, I didn't oh. actually give it a good score, though, originally. My memory is oh. clearly playing tricks on me and how much I like the episode, because I gave it... A, I mean, it was when we were doing the five out of five scale. I gave it a three out of five, which... So about kind a six, six out of ten. But mm. maybe I would have given it more if we'd been doing it out of ten. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It is. Oh, big jump there. I think that's probably the biggest gap we've had so far between stories, I think. Yeah, possibly. 25 places, I'm certain it is, yeah. Well, cracking on to 19, uh, it's White Hole, which is only a few places above where you put it. But yeah, I love all the making Holly smart, but then she's running out of time. Talkie Toaster just... Yeah, I mean, it's talky to. We need more talky, talky toaster. I, I, there better be some in the Dave era, Phil, or I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> You'll have to uh, wait yeah. and see. Did I give Whitehole a good score? I'd like to think I gave that at least an eight. You didn't give it an eight. Oh, you no. gave it not far off. You gave it a 7.5. All right, all right. Okay, 7.5. I'll take that. And, <laughs> and your 19th? 
My 19th is the end. The very first episode the end. of Red ah. Dwarf. Yeah, series one, episode one. It was a really good, solid start to the show. I really enjoyed Absolutely. it. There's just episodes which I have, I guess, fonder memories of since. Um, uh, whether or not... Yeah, I mean, this whole middle part of the list, I struggled with so much. I kept on moving stuff around. The end was a lot higher up at one point, and then I was like, oh, oh. yeah, but I really like that bit of another episode, and so I kept on moving yeah. it around. And so it's been in multiple places on this list as I was trying to put it together. So you know, yeah. if you asked me in, in two months' time, it might be in a completely different place. But at the moment, yeah. it's at nineteen. It's, did I we give the end a four out, or did you give it a four out of five originally? I think I might have done. Let me see. I, I got. I, might well, have done. I gave it a four point five out of five. Oh, so nine out of ten. Yeah, roughly. On to eighteen. What did you? On put? to eighteen. I have put Crichton series two episode one. Obviously, Robert Llewellyn is more synonymous with it, and you could argue he does the role much better. But I thought this actor, this other actor's uh, stab at it was it got me introduced to the character of Crichton, and I was here for it. So that's a good job. Uh, the neighbors parody obvious brownie points there um the setup on the ship you already touched on it like when rimmer's telling lister to really big him up and then he just bigs him up to Crichton. great stuff so yeah happy a good start to series two i think so yeah happy to have Crichton at 18 and i think i might have given that like a, an eight at the time maybe you did you gave it an eight solid episode and you're 18 i gave the 18th position to stoke me a clipper Ah, oh, series seven. Series seven. Uh, the return of Ace Rimmer. Uh, yes. I love a bit of Ace Rimmer. Who doesn't love a Who bit doesn't? of Ace Rimmer? Yeah. Um, I think I ranked it. I think I gave it a good score at the time. This was one of my highest actual rated episodes. So this is one of my oh. num- one of my five nine point fives. Um, oh, and you've got it down at. 18. I've got it down at eighteen. That's all. That's. I mean, it's not as bad as your twenty five compared oh, to nine point five. <laughs> Yeah, but that is quite a discrepancy, really. Um, yeah. But there you go. Yeah. I've definitely had episodes I gave a lower score to at the time, much higher mm. up on this list. So, yes. Well, to seventeen, I've given it. Uh, I think this will be another fairly sizable gap because you've mentioned this episode. I've given seventeen to Blue. Oh yes, I had that thirty-four. So seventeen difference. Mm. Um, well, I love that. Obviously, the song at the end. Great, great stuff. Who doesn't love a bit of the... Uh, it's Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. I always remember you mentioned the Yul Brenner line. That's a good line. Mm. What was it? He he does not look like Yul uh, Brenner or something like that. Yes, Arnold, 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 River, he... Is he such a fantastic swimmer? Something about Yul Brenner, he's it, not old. Yeah. And his head doesn't shimmer. Oh, yeah, Yul Brenner. Great line. Um, I think you're going to say this is one of my lowest rated ones, but... In hindsight, looking back at it and like the story and all that sort of stuff, I don't. Maybe I was a bit too harsh on this first time around because I don't think it's really that bad. Yeah, it think. is one of your lower rated ones. You gave it a six point five out of ten, and I gave I it a seven it out of ten. So we've again mm. swapped round. I I gave it a higher score, but put it lower on my ranking here. Yeah, looking back, I actually I might have not enjoyed it at the time. I'll have to double check the episode, but. I don't looking back. I quite like the whole Lister missing Rimmer thing and how it how it's played out, both for like the little serious bits and also for laughs as well. So yeah, I'm even if it's lowest rated back then, I'm confident putting it at seventeen here. 
Why not? Um, what about your 17? My 17 is Stasis Leak. Oh, that's another... Where did I put that? That's another... I put that at 41. Wow. What a difference. So that's a 20, a 24 gap. Yeah. Series well, why two. Why so high one. then? Um, I think I just really... I don't know. I really liked the concept of it. And I think uh, there were bits I didn't like. Cat going on about what is it. I didn't <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I did give it a good score, though. Let me see. This is where it gets interesting in the list. Yeah. <laughs> all, these, all these big jumps. Okay, I gave it an 8 out of 10. So actually not, I didn't give it a bad score at the time either. Uh, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah. I liked it. No complaints there. More than you did. You certainly did. So 16th, I gave this to uh, Back to Reality, the Series 5 finale. Um. I love the the sort of twist reveal we get in this because, of course, this is where uh, they wake up to find that they're not who they think they are. You know, Red Red Dwarf, Starbug, they don't exist. They've been playing virtual reality all this time. It's I, I remember saying at the time, I'm confident, it was a great twist. Like, it's a really cool, interesting twist all this time. Um, and there is the bit before that, of course, where they go down to the Esperanto and they... Um, they get the attack from. They're trying to avoid the dis, the the wonderfully named despair squid. Uh, great name, great name for something. Um, but I think I rated this one quite highly. I you think, did. It was one time. of your ten nine out of tens. Yes, and but do you know what? When I, when we get to the rest of my the fifteen I've got left, I'm confident putting this here. But I think it was one of those I enjoyed it the most in the moment, the first time seeing it, because it's the same thing with twists in it. It'll always be the best. The first time you experience it, yes. Even when you're recollecting it, it's not gonna be. It, you're not gonna get that same thrill. Um, but no, I'm happy with Back to Reality at 16th. Um, and yours, Phil? My 16th is um, another thing involving augmented reality of some kind, better than life. Um, oh, uh, okay. from series two. Yes, yeah. Which, Which I think the first time we mess around with. Uh, augmented realities and i think is that the first time they go off the ship as well well they don't well we see well they're not really well, off like the different ship, sets or yeah, locations sets well yeah locations. that's what i meant yeah. sorry yeah yeah i think so it might be yeah because i don't think they do at all in series one and then first episode's Crichton. oh i guess they go off the uh, ship yeah. but yeah they go to like an earth setting via augmented reality yeah they do some location recording that's the word yeah yeah. Yeah. So I gave that one an eight out of ten originally. So yeah, about the right sort of place on the list. Yeah. About I guess. The right sort of area. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Well, on to fifteen. Um, I'm closing off another series mm. with this placement. Um I've given it to the end, the very first episode, which closes off series one. Like you said, a really great first episode, sets up the characters, what's going on wonderfully. It got me interested as a first-time viewer, so it does. It absolutely meets its job there. And there are 14 more episodes, in my opinion, that are better, but it's definitely the strongest of Series 1, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I agree, actually. I, don't, I didn't mention it at the time, but I think The End was my highest rated from Series 1 at 19. Mm. I don't think I've got anything higher... From series one there. So yeah, that I agree. That is the my highest rated of series one. Start starting yeah. strong. Starting strong. And your fifteenth? My fifteenth is um hold on, I've gotten a bit confused with my numbers. 
Oh, Have I missed no one somewhere? Oh, you know what? I missed one. Oh, no worries. I missed we one. Go I got my numbers in a mix. So it's I'm going right. to insert one back earlier in, into the podcast. So at 17, no I yes. actually had Queeg from Series oh, Queeg. 2. Yes. Yeah. I think I said Stasis yeah. League, didn't I? But it was Queeg. Yes, yeah. Um, and then Stasis League is 16 um, instead. Right. So shift everything down. Um, Queeg, I just, I love, it was a great Holly episode. Um, and I love mm-hmm. a bit of Holly. And the guy that played Queeg was great too. He was. Top episode. Very good. Uh, one of the, I think this. I think I might have given this really quite high originally as well. Okay, not as high as I remembered, uh, as I thought. I gave it an 8 out of 10 originally, which is, you know, again, it's about the right placing for on this list for Queeg. Mm. Um, so then for 15, it's better than life. So right. I've already talked about that. So yeah. what's your 14th? My 14th is um, Out of Time, the Series 6 finale. Um, just a, re- a really strong one, if I remember. I love the sort of cliffhanger ending we get, even though it's easy for me to say I didn't have to wait four years to find out yeah. what happened next. But uh, <laughs> the big red dwar- drought of the mid-90s. But no, I just thought this was a really, really strong finale, if memory serves. It, everything about it was fine. It's everything only the good should have been or could have been and just wasn't. Um, yeah, no, just that's what I say. Very strong finale. Definitely one of the best finales. I think I'll have a quick scan, but I think, Phil, oh, it's my second highest finale oh. on this list. There's, there's one more finale I haven't mentioned, but yeah, but okay. yeah, very strong. You, um, I gave this a 7.5 originally. Did I really? Mm. Did I really? I remember it being a lot better. Maybe I'm just thinking of the cliffhanger too much, but yeah, no, I'll stick to that. I'll stay 14. I gave uh, position 14 to Demons and Angels, which you oh, have wow, already okay. talked about. I gave it a high score originally, 8.5 out of 10. Yes, 15 places above my placement of Demons mm. and Angels. What have you got for 13? Lucky 13. Uh, Queeg. Loved Queeg. Nah, Loved the actual play Queeg. to what I placed No, in. no. Loved the, the banter between him and Holly, um, the chess match they have and all that sort of stuff. Really strong supporting character. One of the f- the first few like best supporting characters we get, I think, in a... He hasn't come back yet. Hopefully that changes in the Dave era, but we'll see. And uh, your lucky 30... Oh, sorry. Where did... What did I score, Queeg? You, you gave it a 9 out of 10, so it was one of your sort of so... joint... Oh, your good. 10 so my, joint my... second places. <laughs> My scores have started to finally match. That's good. <laughs> um, what about your lucky 13? Uh, it might, actually, 13 is my lucky number. Not only is it my birthday, oh. um, I used to live in, uh, in 13, house number 13 on a road when I was growing oh, okay. up. I used to yeah, right. be bizarrely 13th down in my school register, which I knew because <laughs> they issued the books, the textbooks, in order mm. of the register, and I got book number 13. So lots of 13s I going see. on. Ah, um, works in your favour. Yes. Uh, and I've given this lucky position to Legion, which is a lot wow. higher than you oh, gave nice. it, actually, I think. You yeah, gave it nine to... places higher. Yeah, 22, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so you liked it a lot more than me then? I guess so. I seems. mean, it wasn't perfect, but there was a lot I did like about it. I gave it a really high score, actually. It was one of my 9.5. So actually... It's joint first in terms of scoring. Oh. Um, I gave five episodes 9.5. And so it's one of those ones. And yeah, I really liked it. But it's um hasn't maintained that quite that top spot that I my scoring would yeah. indicate. 
you think if you watched it right now, it'd probably be a bit lower? Yeah, maybe in relation to now I've got a better memory of the rest of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, number 12 for me is Hollow Ship, as you mentioned. Just really strong season opener, series five. Uh, Love all the stuff Rimmer gets to do the obviously the comedy scene was it he needs to have sex twice a day or that's what they all do on the ship and um yeah just overall a really strong episode great opener big up big up you gave this eight out of ten okay I thought I might have given it nine okay fair enough eight out of ten I'll take that it's fairly solid decent and your twelfth my twelfth is Riverworld Oh, okay, yeah. Series six, I gave that 21st, five. so yeah. It's not my last Series 6 episode, still got some more to come on those, but uh, nice. yeah, it was uh, a yeah, good episode. Um, you've, you've, you've explained why already. <laughs> this is when we cross it, when someone said it once, you're just like, yeah, yeah just you've e- said echo it. what you've they said. said. Uh, what well, you... one I might have a, sorry, one might have a bit more to say on is this one, because this will be quite a gap. If my 11th is Backwards. Oh, that is a massive I, gap from my. Where, where did you I put it. backwards? I put backwards really far down. I put it forty seventh, thirty sixth place difference. Wow. Eh? I I really like I I just really liked it. Um, we're, so we're starting a season off off world. If you like, not on Red Dwarf. I always like those early episodes where they do that. I thought they did the backwards stuff re- really well. Like it's shot really well. It's done really well. Uh, the commitment to the world, how literally everything is backwards is done really well. And I just found it a lot of fun. And maybe it's, but this was the episode where you said maybe it's because you've seen the gimmick mm. so many times that it's, whereas for me, very first time, it's, you know, maybe if we did this list again in a year or so, it would go further down. But yeah, backwards is my 11th place. Yeah, you gave it 8 out of 10 originally. All right, fairly so. I thought it might have been a 9, but that's fine. 8's fine. And your 11th then? My 11th is the final series eight episode on this list cassandra oh, which is wow. wildly different to the to what you gave it i think where did you put it i put cassandra at 44 wow see that's a massive gap too isn't it that is 33 places there we go. so what what do you really like about cassandra then i i just remember think as i say like as ages ago um, I mean, I, I, looking back at what I gave it as a score, I only gave it eight out of ten. It's not like it was a nine or a nine point five, but hmm. it, I just really like the concept. It kind of felt a bit like it was a series six episode in kind of its feel and its tone and everything. Hmm. Take away the the beginning where they're in the prison and they're sent on the mission as the canaries, and it could easily just be you know they're finding a derelict. They could have been out in Starbucks and found a derelict. It could have fit yes. in as a series six episode. Um, and I thought it was quite cleverly done. Uh, or maybe it's just my residual guilt for mistaking the actress for Zoe Wanamaker. So I'm uh, <laughs> putting it higher to, to make up, up for it. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, hey, let's see if the gaps continue. We're entering the top 10, Phil. Da, da, the top da, 10. Da, 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 da. So in 10th place for me is Emo Hawk Polymorph 2 from Series 6. Um, I remember before we watched this, I was worried that because I think this is the first time we get like a recurring villain, if you like, uh, that, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like a recur, a title that's like a, it's a sequel. It's called Polymorph yeah. 2. I was worried that it wasn't going to live up to how much I enjoyed the first Polymorph. So this is the one where they uh, they get to the, they enter Gelf space and then it's the whole thing with the chieftain's daughter and trying to par him off with 
Lister and um yeah, I thought the emo hawk, the polymorph two was just a really cool concept. This is interesting I because I Oh no. You gave this six point five. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. And Oh, and it's in the top ten. And I remember because I because I've been listening back to the last few yeah, uh, those, yeah. that bit what of the podcast I where I get the thing, and I remember it, it listening to that one and you going, Yeah, I really didn't like this episode. Oh no. Honestly, when I went back, I remembered the bit in the chief, you know, in the Gelf village, if you like. I remembered all that. And in my head, I was like, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. But maybe I didn't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Wow. It's amazing how our own brains can play tricks on us. It's, and like, or maybe, maybe, you know, you've reassessed it since then. It'd be interesting to see if you watched it again, how much you enjoyed it. That would be really Ma- Do you know what? Out of all the ones we've done so far now, that's the one... I think I want to watch again, see if I give it a 6.5. Maybe I was being really harsh on it because writing this script out, well, script, writing this, you know, list, I was like, yeah, Polymorph 2. Like, yeah, re- really enjoyed that. Um, Wow. There we go. That's a, that's a, is that all my 6.5s now? Um, Let me have a look. Please, so... tell, please tell me it is. Otherwise, this is just going to get more <laughs> embarrassing as we go so, along. So only the good. You've already put that on there, haven't you? Yes. Blue, Emo Hawk yep. 2, yep. Thanks for the Memory. Yep, that's all your yep. 6.5s. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Sorry, folks. 6.5 in the top 10. What a what a crime. Um, yeah, you're fairly safe your... now. Um, so mine's, I'm fairly safe. My 10 is also Emo Hawk. We've matched again. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. But did you enjoy this a lot more than I did when we watched it? Yeah, I believe I did, yeah. Um, I gave it a 7.5, so it's not like I think it... I've I've pushed it up a bit more in this ranking, a bit like you did, but just I've I've not there's not as much of a gap from what I ranked it as yeah, where I've put yeah. it than um what I rated it. But yeah, no, I like this episode. Uh, having the polymorph again, having the Gelfs, um like fairly felt like it they were world building quite a bit, which I quite liked. Yeah, you get a lot of recurring maybe that's why I'm thinking it was good, because you, you do get more like recurring world building elements and i like that in sci-fi even though this is a comedy i do like it when they decide to build on it and not just ignore it yeah so maybe that was what it was what have you got in number position number nine position number nine i'm closing off another series it's um better than life from series two so that's all my series two i do think this was the best episode of series two when i was going back in hindsight with this uh it was between this and Queeg for this placement but I decided to go with this. I think just because, you know, first time we really, we see like on location work, uh, the actors are all on top form living in this uh, this simulation. And yeah, you've already touched on it, but yeah, I think it's cracking. Yeah, it's a good episode. I'm now, since since we've watched that and reviewed that, we've read the first novel and I think you've yes. read the second one, but we haven't reviewed it yet. I have. And I've just started yes. the second one. Um, And I've, I think like, because they deal with better than life in that novel in a very different way. And oh God, when you read it, they could have not done in 1988 what the book is. No, described. they definitely like, no couldn't way. have done. But I or wish they couldn't they have done it well. Because uh, I it, love it. If they what's adapted it now, yeah. If they adapted it now, absolutely. Do, make it, have a remake. Why not? Yeah. Just make it, or they go back in better than life and it's been upgraded or something. Make it happen. Yeah. Really I mean. Um, Stay tuned because we will be having our review of the first novel soon and the second novel once we've once I've finished reading it and we've managed to record a review of it. But the first Absolutely. one will be coming very soon in the next few weeks, in fact. So um, stay tuned for that. Yeah. So Your number nine. my number nine 
is Polymorph. So you've got the two Polymorph episodes ah. right next to each other in this list for me. They're the ones that, they often are the ones that fans think of when they think, mm. oh, what's the classic Dwarf episodes? It's the that ones cla- the Yeah, polymorphs. yeah. I just like this one slightly better than the other Polymorph episode. Yes, yeah. Not much in it, um, but it's just a little, just a little bit better, I think. And I think I'm right in thinking that this is the one with the trousers scene, the, the shorts, isn't it? Yes, yeah, I think which so. I cracked up at uh, absolutely when <laughs> when Crisis trying to pull the polymorph shorts that are constantly shrinking off of yeah yes, it was hilarious yeah. <laughs> a classic absolute uh, absolute n- nicely tied because my number eight is polymorph ah there we um, go I think when we watched this at the time this was one of like my absolute favorites only going off series one two and that half of three I remember thinking it was really strong. And it is strong. Um, the poly- Obviously, it's the original Polymorph episode, so I think it's naturally going to be better than the sequel because sequels are often not as good at you know continuing that on. And just like I said, the tra- the short scene is timeless, timeless Red Dwarf, and just a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff in there. I love the Polymorph design as well in this episode, that big plus for me. And I think I gave this a nine? Yeah, you gave it a nine. Oh, good. So, yeah, really strong. So that's my number eight. Uh, my number eight is the Inquisitor from Series Five. Wow, that is a that's a big difference, isn't that it? That was number eight. I put the Inquisitor at forty-two. Oh, <laughs> that's ugh, thirty-four placed. Uh, okay, so what what did you really dig about it that I clearly didn't? Then, no, well, I'm not sure. It was just kind of a, just a feeling when I was putting these episodes in order, and I was like, yeah, I kind of I vaguely remember really enjoying that episode. So. Um, Does your score reflect that? Well, yeah. I mean, it's maybe a little bit higher than my score would have reflected. I think I gave it an eight out of ten. So okay, it's, all right. It's not. It's maybe a little higher than my score at the time would have reflected, but not hideously amounts more. Yeah, these jumps, man. They keep getting. They keep getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> right, number seven. Uh, it's dimension jump. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. The introduction of good old Ace Rimmer. And I mean, who who doesn't love Ace Rimmer? You know, it's just, he, he's a wonderful character. And obviously it's not the last we see of him, which is great. And I just think it's it's just really fun for that. He makes it even more fun than Red Dwarf already is. So that's all I want to say on it. And I hope I rated this quite highly because I think I really enjoyed this one. You gave this one an 8 out of 10. I'll take an 8. Yeah. But uh, do you know what? Looking back at it, I'd have to watch it again. But when I was putting this list together, I was like, Dimension. I was, that was one of the easiest top 10 placements I made for this list in my head. So, yeah. And your seven? My seven uh, is Out of Time. Ah, okay. Yeah. I re- so seven places Despite above me. Despite the fact that it then made me wait four years for the next episode on the cliffhanger. Um, not bitter not, about that not whatsoever. bitter about that at all <laughs> um, I yeah I really enjoyed this episode I think it was quite highly rated when I yeah I gave it a 9 out of 10 originally so wow. yeah it, it, it has again I love a timey-wimey plot and it's got future you versions you like your... I do love my timey-wimey it's got future versions of our crew and mm. time travel and paradoxes and I yes. yeah, love it. 
All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Well, for we're on number six now, getting there. So number six for me is uh, Stoke Me a Clipper from Series 7, another Ace Rimmer. Um, I love this return here. I, and I think it was one of those Series 7 episodes I really liked because it felt more cinematic. And I know that was a thing they were trying out, you know, trying to film it in a more cinematic way, give it a bit more scope. Like, I, I I love the opening, you know, like a World War II movie where he's parachuting down and he's beating up Nazis and riding down on a crocodile and all that. So I just, I love it. And obviously, Chris Barry is phenomenal and I love seeing him play Ace again. So yeah, yeah. easy choice for me that. And I'm certain I rated that quite highly. You did 8.5. So, and, and your... In terms of this and Dimension Jump, your scores also reflect the order you put them in. You put Dimension Jump at eight and you mm. you ranked Dimension Jump lower here. So so Stoke Me a Clipper is your favorite Ace Rimmer episode. More Absolutely. Than Dimension Jump, then. It's a great introduction, but yeah, Stoke Me a Clipper just does that. It, it's a perfect continuation and return of that character. And um, yeah. And, and what's your six, Phil? My six? six is, I think, my highest rated Series 5 episode. Oh, no, no, that's a lie. It's not. Forget oh, that. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it is back to reality. And so nice. that's uh, Series 5, Episode 6. You've already mentioned it. I did. It, yeah, really good episode. Um, it is. You put it 10 places higher than me. Yeah. Well, number five. Uh Closing off yet, and well, we'll be doing that. All the the last five, obviously, each of mine. Don't matter you. Each of these five are from different series. Oh, interesting. And obviously, they're all and they're all closing off that so respective mine, series. Actually. Yeah, You're, yeah, oh, mine are they? too. So number five is Tika to Ride, which I know you put. Where did you put that? that I put that quite kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, Twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Eighteen difference then. I love this episode. I remember thinking again, another one of these where it wants to be more cinematic, like you said, more more dramatic as well, less of the comedy. And I just thought I really like that tone. I really I remember digging like the whole JFK stuff as well. I thought that was really well done. And I it, obviously the rest of series seven, not it doesn't completely follow that all the way through. They sort of do it for like the first three or four episodes, and then it sort of goes back to. I guess, standard Red Dwarf stuff, which is great. But yeah, I really dug that approach. And I, I wished that they'd had maybe the budget or whatever to carry on with it. Um, but no, yeah, I loved it. You gave this a 9 out of 10. So you, it's in the right sort of area yep. of the list and, for matching that. And on this list, this is my highest rated. Ep- that's Series 7. That's Series 7 done. So what about you, Phil? Top 5, number 5. Number 5. Uh, one, which is a sore point for you now. Parallel Universe. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh sugar! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I put it. Which you've put twenty places above. Twenty me. <laughs> places above you, despite the fact that it was your highest uh, rated episode. It was one of my highest rated as well. I put it. I think it was. Yeah, it was one of my nine point fives. One of my five nine point fives originally. I've I've just realised. Do you know why I think I gave it a nine point five? It's only just popped in my head. That's because that's the episode where we get to listen to Tongue Tied. Oh, so you get and based I've just clicked that. In mind. Like, it, all make, it all makes sense now. <laughs> it all makes sense. I think that's probably a large what? part of like why I like. If it I had well. clocked that when I was putting this list together, it wouldn't have been number twenty-five. But hey, I'm stick. We've got to stick with it. <laughs> Sticking with it. But um, okay, yeah. So you're putting your that number five. Then, I am parallel universe. Number five, yeah. parallel universe. What you got at number four? Uh, Gunman of the Apocalypse from Series 6. Nice. Really strong episode. 
love obviously all like the Wild West pastiches that they throw in. Uh, yeah, I, I, go and watch the episode if you haven't seen it, and watch our review as well. It's just it's a very very good episode of Red Dwarf. One of the best on location episodes as well. So interestingly, you didn't give this. This isn't one of your nine out of tens. Um, oh, it's an eight point five. Oh, an 8.5? An 8.5, right, okay. so not far off, yeah. but it's not one of the 10 nines, so it's obviously gone oh. up in your estimation since. It definitely has. Uh, and your number four? My number four is my highest rated series three episode, Marooned. Maroon. Oh, I love Marooned. Uh, I don't think you've mentioned Such Marooned a... yet, have you? Ah, funny you mentioned <laughs> that. So, <laughs> but no, it's a cracking story, though. It is, absolutely. Um, I What did I originally rated i think i must have rated it quite high well actually not that high eight out of ten um originally oh, so okay. yeah, it's gone up in my estimation since from in just my memory mm. then it's a cracking episode though lovely like mostly two-hander great stuff um well gunman of the apocalypse closed off series six for me at number four number three following you now is marooned yeah. closing off series three i just love it i, I mean being an actor anyway, I love seeing good two-hander material when it's done well. And when they get when they get marooned, I think it's just great watching them interact, like trying to figure out what to do, how that it's just it's wonderful. It's just great. I love it. Yeah. So So it's gone up in my estimation. It's also must have gone up in your estimation as well, because you originally gave this a seven point five. Oh my goodness, a seven point five at number three. Yeah. Uh. No, I'm when I again when I compiled this list, I remembered all the two-hander stuff, and I loved I loved that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Go marooned. And what about your number three? Who's taking your bronze medal uh, today? My number three is closing out series four for me, and uh-huh. it's Dimension Jump. Ah, oh, nice. So I yeah. just slightly preferred this Ace episode over the other one, which I put yeah. a few few back. Um, it's, yeah, no, they're both great, and I love Ace. I just it was a great introduction to him. Seeing him in his own original universe in those opening bits was yes. nice. Like that, it is. I think I must have given this quite a high score. Sure, watch, watch me now. Find out that I gave it. I told, oh, wow, I did. <laughs> you know, I've just done what you've just done. I, I gave this a seven point five originally. Did ah, so it's not just it's me not then. Just the, there we go. Wow, so we both gave our third place a seven point five. <laughs> Look at that. I, I'm now. Con- wow. I now need to see if I actually gave. Um, st- I got. Well, there we go. Clearly, my memory. Folks, they, we we told you this was going to happen. It's <laughs> happened several times. I gave Stoke me a clipper at a nine point five. So. <laughs> what? Wow. What? And, and where did you? And put I that on the I list? put that on the list at eighteen. Oh goodness! So fifteen different. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm getting my aces confused in my head, and I, I there we go. <laughs> I mean, an ace rimmer full stop at number three. That that's a good thing. Yeah. So my number two, uh, this is gonna be the biggest gap, Phil. Oh, it's <laughs> something I put really low. You you said this very early on, and when you said it, I went like, oh, I was like, right. Okay, my number two, closing off series four, is Meltdown. Oh. I loved Meltdown. I'd, I'm hoping the score reflects it, but I I love the, the concept. I like the uh, the battle that they have, how ridiculous it is, uh, all the different characters. Just this was, 
bar my number one choice, this was the episode that also stuck the clearest in, you know, reading the title. I was like, yeah, it's that one. Oh, wow. I clearly remember. Well, you did give it a so, nine yeah. out of 10. So that's it. I put it at number four, 40. <laughs> so. A 38 difference. Yeah, oh. what a difference. What did you say you didn't like about this one then? You know what? I can't remember. Just... It's, it's, it's hard putting these <laughs> rankings together when you... It is. It, like it you is. watched this episode a year ago and... Yeah. And you got no, so many this was one. This was an easy choice for me. I was like, yeah, it's got to be in the top five at least. So yeah, that's my number two. And what about your number my two? My number two is Gunman of the Apocalypse. Oh, so two places. So I above. think we've got Very the same nice. number one. <laughs> I think this we closes do, out. Yeah. Um, this closes out series six for me. It's my highest ranked series six episode, and it's, yeah, it's it's such a good episode. Um, I think this is the only time. Because, I mean, we've never, me and you have never scored anything a ten, but our guest that we came haven't. on this and reviewed this with us scored this a ten. They did. Uh, yes, yes. 10 out of they 10. loved it, didn't they? From our guest. Um, I think I gave it a 9.5. Yeah, I gave it a 9.5. So Well, after f- number one. Number one. And we both, well, we'll say as, now, we both have said, the same thing. Yes. Because it's cause the it only thing left. And, but you know what? I think it also, it deserves to be there, quite frankly, I think. Yeah. Um, number one for my for both of us is Quarantine from Series 5. Where do we start with quarantine, Phil? Oh, it's it's so good. Uh, it's just, the comedy. Oh god, the 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 penguin and the the gingham dress. King of the potato the, people. That's the king. Oh, just Mr. Fibbles. Chris Barry's Mr. F- Chris Barry's best performance yes. in the well of what I've seen so far. You might say the whole show. I'm not sure, but definitely what I've seen so far. That's his best performance in all eight series. Absolutely. Uh, just. I also think maybe I enjoyed it even more because when we watched it, we were still going through a quarantine of sorts at the time. Yes. So I think it resonated with us all that little bit more. But I think even if we didn't go through all that, I'd probably still rate this top five at least. Yeah. Definitely. But You gave it a yeah, 9 was... out of 10 originally. That checks out. Did you give it a 9.5? I gave it a 9.5, yeah. Yeah. It, to be honest, Phil, it, for a while when I was drafting this, it was between this and Meltdown. It really was for a time, for a time. But then I remembered some of those great quotes and some of those great scenes. And I was like, it, it's got to be quarantine. Like, so. like I said, the for me, the bottom two were instantly there. Cried to TV and yep. Body Swap were instantly at the body bottom. Body Swap, yeah. And uh, Quarantine and Gunman and the Apocalypse were instantly at the top for me. I like, I knew those before was, I even started writing anything. Yeah, yeah. I was same as you. Bottom two, straight there. Top two debated for a bit, but then that settled quickly. The top ten for me actually was the easiest part of this this list. It like I say it was the middle. The middle was the middles are the yeah, tricky bit. It's difficult, difficult. But yeah, well there. We, so we had the same bot. We had the same worst ranking and the same winner. Yeah, but a very different uh, <laughs> middle with well, a couple of number two. We, you know, there were a couple we we matched on exactly in the middle, we did. which is very surprising. Like emo hawk, yes. we both put in. Number ten, didn't we? We did, and there was we well, did. There was one more. What was the other uh, one? Thanks for the memory at thirty-two yeah. of all episodes. <laughs> um, well, there you go, folks. That is our ranking of every episode of Red Dwarf yeah, we've this, done on this show. This is now our probably our longest episode of the podcast ever. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, 
after the edit. Oh, it might be. Yeah, it definitely will be. Absolutely. But we hope you've enjoyed it. If you like ranking stuff, I hope you certainly enjoy it. And the the differences we have, I think the biggest gap was definitely my melt the meltdown one. Thirty eight places. Yeah. Right? Number forty <laughs> and number two. That's just that's a very different, uh, very different, very different story, score, isn't it? Um, yeah, but no, this has been fun. It has, this has been good. Um, we, yeah. Once we've gone through the Dave era, we'll do the same for the Dave era. <laughs> oh yes, I thought you could say, it, and then we'll do it for everything. We could do that. Would be a very long podcast. That would it? be a. That might have to be a live stream oh, if we set aside a full, do, like we? a full evening. Like, yeah, yeah, we'd need a full. Would it be like it'd be like watching Eurovision. It'd be like three <laughs> hours long. Get all your votes. In. Yeah, maybe we could um, do that. Maybe we could do a tier ranking or something and. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, maybe. Let us know what you think. And let us know. Go onto onto my YouTube channel, Philip Hawkins, um, and find our podcast, this podcast on there, if you're listening to it on audio only. And comment below, because that's the only way you can really comment on an individual episode. Mm. And tell us your list. And you can do the whole list, or you can do your top 10. You you could just tell us your top five and your bottom five. Whatever way you want to do it, just let us know roughly where you would rank these episodes and how wrong we got it according to you yes yes how much we've disgraced the red door fandom um but yeah it's been really fun uh, we hope you guys have, in, have enjoyed listening as well and uh as phil said earlier in it, keep your eyes open we've got a few more specials coming aren't we like we're going to review uh the infinity welcomes careful drivers uh book yep and uh others other bits and pieces as well but don't worry we will move on to the dave era with back to earth mm. um and yeah and we'll go on from there but um yeah phil so before we go then where can the good people find you and your work uh best to go to philip hawkins youtube channel that's the best place as i said you can comment on this podcast there if you're listening on the audio only but you can yeah. also find me on twitter at culture filter but filter spelled p-h-i-l-t-e-r because my name's phil his name's phil <laughs> and for my work, it's just Adam Martin on YouTube with a Y for Martin. And then on Twitter, it's Adam Martin AMTV. Uh, we also have a Twitter for this podcast, at All Dead Dave Pod. Follow us there for updates on these uh, specials we've got coming up and the show in general. And uh, yeah, if you want to buy any merchandise that we have, any any T-shirts, any mugs, etc., you can go and do that. We'll, there'll be a link in the description of this video. And yeah, also let us know in that mate. Well, you can leave us your full lists if you want. That'd be a long comment, but maybe tell us what was your, what should we say? What was your top episode and worst episode? Yeah, it's probably simpler. I mean, by all means, yeah. leave your full like, list. If you, if you want, want to put, to. you want to type it all if out. If you want to go it. through that. Yeah. If you want to type all that out, then you be our guest. But, but you could yeah, just yeah, be, be your top and your bottom. You could just do that. But yeah, we'd like to hear what you, what you lot think as well. And yeah. Oh, can't believe we got that that was wow that was that was an experience wasn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> feels weird how do we close this one off well it's not like our normal no reviews, we'll we'll so. be back for more specials um yeah i'm not yeah. sure what order the specials are going to come out in but we're going to like adam said we're going to be reviewing infinity web welcomes careful drivers and doing a few other specials and things like that so uh before we head on into the day era so just uh keep listening we'll be here most tuesdays yeah. other than the occasional yeah. week or two week break we have to catch up on our yeah. recording <laughs> life's getting back to normal yeah. folks it's not it's, it's not as easy now yeah it's not as... so i guess we'll see you but next yeah. time we shall goodbye see you later